welcome one and all to another recording of the Sports 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 Podcast. Joining us as always, I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And over here we have the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I thought you were going to introduce me first for a second when you said joining us as always. I know, I almost was, and then I was like, oh, we can't do that. I, I can't get top billing, it's not my no. contract. No, it's, it's a classy thing, though, to, to say you're joining and then give your name. Right. Joining us as always, me... Yeah, yeah, followed by exactly. followed by these other people who are not as always joining us. A lot of people don't realize this, but I'm really the tyrant of the podcast. You are. You're an My asshole. My contract That's has what it all means. sorts of. Yeah. It's the mustache. You've changed. Yeah, it's true. We'll put a picture of the mustache up on the website. Yeah, sure. That's, oh, you never you never put a picture of the beard up when I had a big awesome beard. That's because the mustache is more epic than the beard. Uh, it is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, he looks like an old timey weightlifter. Enjoy it while you can, guys, because the beard's coming right back. Is that what you tell the ladies? Uh, yeah. Enjoy while you can, ladies. <laughs> All right. Well, are we still doing this, Phil? Do you see any games? Oh, I, are we still doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, are we, we still asking you if you've seen games? I did you one better than watching a game. Yeah. I played a board game with Joel called Trade Deadline Hockey this week. Oh God. Yeah, oh, it's it was a board game. Epic for hockey fans, where you don't play any hockey and no hockey games occur. You're just trading players. And the hockey trade deadline. It, it, I guess it's it's active more active than say NFL. Yeah, I'd say hockey and baseball are kind of in the same Okay. Same 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 area in that there's uh there's a lot of very young prospects uh and you will you will trade veteran players for prospects if you're a bad team. But the great thing about this game is that you're trading blind cards. It's more like go yes. fish than anything. So you're taking the worst people from your hand and giving it out the worst people, you know, it's like trading the worst for the worst. Yeah. How, do, how do you know they're bad? Are they actual players or is it like... Yeah, you they're, know, they're oh, like well, actual like hockey cards. Yeah. There's a player value assigned to each player oh, as okay. well as their cap hit. Because here's the thing, as it says clearly on the box, Jordan, the trading is fantasy, but the salary cap is real. <laughs> that is the tagline. That's the yeah. tagline? Yeah, that is the, the worst tagline tag of all time. It's a terrible tagline. So you have, to, you have to have a combined salary of less than $39 million in order to compete. Um, but with the highest player value possible. So there's certain there's certain players that have like albatross contracts and don't provide much value. You know? Needless to say, I came in last place, and I was not overly upset about coming yeah. in last place. But who won of uh, the four of us who played? I'm trying uh, to remember. I think that uh, Mike won, didn't he? No, definitely wasn't Mike. Uh, oh, did you, you did you win? I think I did. Yeah, you I did won? win, didn't I? I yeah. wasn't even registering because that game is bullshit. <laughs> it's a bullshit game. <laughs> Okay, but there's real sports too. Good. There, I think yes, there was also some some sports <laughs> sports news other than the outcome of the trade deadline hockey game yesterday. And sadly, it's, it's come to an end. No. Down goes Tebow. Tebow. Oh. We knew it couldn't last. Tebow. We knew in our heart of hearts it couldn't last. Ah. Uh. He 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 loses in epic fashion, forty-five to ten. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was Yikes. I was one of these guys going take Denver with the points, you know, just because it's a thing to say in the office to sound knowledgeable. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I take. Oh, you're going to Vegas, Rick? Take Denver with the points. Yep. Um, and I pointed when I said it. Oh, that's but, sad. Yeah. So Tim Tebow sucked. He went nine yep. for twenty-six passing, a a, a NFL passer rating of fifty-two point seven. <laughs> uh, conversely, the other team had a real quarterback. Who threw for 363 yards, six touchdowns. Wow! In, in the first 30 minutes, uh, Tom Brady had more touchdown passes than Tebow had completions. Whoa! <laughs> and but, but and, and you know and and Tebow for the season, it turned out. I looked up some of his stats. Yep. To back up some of your arguments, Joel, and he he had a 46.5 completion rate for the year. Yep. He says he's going to get better. John Elway says I'm going to work with this kid. And he's starting camp as the starting quarterback. So we'll have plenty to talk about next year. 
We will. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and continue to say that I would almost guess that Tim Tebow will not be the starting quarterback in Denver by the end of next year. What's 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 worse though? Being being a, a Tim Tebow that started games that's not that good and you know, you got very polarizing figure, or being Brady Quinn who hasn't taken a snap in two years. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Suck I'd rather, at Notre Dame. No, I'd rather be Tebow. <laughs> Tebow's so famous right now. Yeah, no, everybody's you, talking Tebow. I everyone don't talk to would rather be Tebow. Still, yeah. yeah. Okay, but we got other stuff coming up in the podcast. Okay, well, what else we got coming up in the podcast? Well, I think we we have the, oh this interesting segment, uh, almost almost historical. Oh yeah, it's it's odd. I don't know how this happened, but I was on my ham radio uh, as I I am on right most Thursday because nights. you're alone. You're a ham yeah. radio enthusiast. I am a ham yeah. radio enthusiast. Everyone you know should know this about me. Uh, and I picked up, you know, just on the craziest end of the frequency. I I picked something up and I immediately recorded it. And I hope we can get more of this. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. You'll have to wait and hear. But I I think it's uh it's it's something totally bizarre. From 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 beyond this world. <laughs> that was so from beyond this world. From beyond this world that I picked up from my ham radio. So beyond wow. this, would you would you describe it as beyond this life? Yes, absolutely. Ooh, would you uh, describe it as beyond the pale? Uh sure. Why not? I don't. I'm not sure what that Ooh. means. But would you describe it as Bed Bath and Beyond? No, and in the, in the, in that okay. Would be we so go it's, too not far. it's not Bed Bath and Beyond. Bath okay, and beyond. but it cool. is. It is going to be. It's it's it's. We'll wait and we'll hear it, guys. But it's it's really interesting. I I don't know how this. Made it to my radio. So we also have this other interesting clip, and I don't know if anyone caught it. It's probably already on YouTube. Yeah. Everything's okay. already Everything on YouTube. Everything is. Yeah. But uh, the other the other day, there was actually a couple of Fox News announcers that, for some reason, they had to they had to do Fox Ch- Soccer Channel highlights. Oh, oh. there's a Fox oh. News Channel. Maybe you guys have watched. Yeah, Fox they use the same like five commentators for everything for po- yeah. Fox Business, Fox News. It's all the same five people, and but they so, seem like they're really angry. Yeah, and all the ladies are blonde and very hot. Yeah, very yeah. hot. But but no, but they're not there. Oh, okay. Okay. This is just a couple of guys, and they have to do. Uh, they had to do uh, like announcing for Fox Soccer Channel, which is one of their biggest properties. Actually, it's a worldwide really? international channel. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that they were international, considering that they hate people from non that aren't American so much. Or more specifically, not United Statesians, because America yeah. includes Mexico. Well, that's all an act. The guy who owns it's uh, Australian. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, I should say he's you know one of the people who own it. You know, oh, I public, thought you were going to say just to make company. it. He's just one Australian. Yeah, <laughs> not all of Australia who owns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, what else? We got a weird sport coming up, don't we? Yeah, well, as always, weird You're sport. Damn right, we've got a weird. Is this sport one better up. than last week's? Because yeah. I hated last. week's. No, week. this one's way <laughs> better than last. <laughs> last week you know what? America hated last week's too. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, good. a lot of people asked me, "Hey, who's the person who told you to put that sport up?" Yep. And I, I'm not divulging, but you know who you are. let's do it you're watching fox news fair and balanced welcome back now it's the end of the week which means it's time for patrick's views in the news pat thanks steve by now you've all heard of the so-called e coli outbreak that started with tainted carrots grown in california but maybe you haven't heard the nanny state federal government has quarantined these carrot fields, insulting the intelligence of Americans who, according to this administration, cannot tell a good carrot from an E. coli-ridden carrot. Carrot shortages means carrot inflation, and that doesn't help anyone. That is, unless you're one of Obama's backers in the health food industry. Baby carrot prices and profits are both up over 60%, as First Lady Michelle Obama drums up demand, pushing the unappetizing junk food alternative 
on our nation's children. Patrick Saunders, Views in the News. That wraps up this Fox News Hour. Join us next week and have a good weekend. Okay, okay, I got one. Hey, Patrick, Patrick, I got one. Yeah? A socialist, a Muslim, and a black guy walk into a bar. Bartender says, what'll it be, Mr. President? <laughs> Fist bump. Nailed it. Okay, okay, sure. Fist bump. Boom! Wow, so cool we have our own thing, right? Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. Great, you guys are still here. What's going on, Mr. Producer? We need you to stay in the studio for the Fox Soccer Report. What? Why? Fox Soccer had a going away party for a producer. We catered in a massive carrot cake. So good, but everyone got crippling stomach pains and violent diarrhea. Some people cannot handle their cake. Yeah, whatever. Look, we're in a bind. The copy isn't written, but it's not that hard. You just need you guys to announce the highlights. <sighs> soccer. I'll do the other highlights. They're all soccer. This is the Fox Soccer Network. Sounds unjust and leftist. Bump this. That was weak, and I hate bumping your fist, Steve. Could have said something earlier, before we had a thing. Check the screen for the highlights. We're on in three, two, one. Uh, hello and welcome to the Fox Soccer Report. We have a bunch of soccer scores and highlights for you today. Probably some World Cup action. No? No World Cup? When is it they play soccer anyway? All of the time, apparently, though it sometimes goes by the name football. I'm not calling it football. Yeah, I understand completely. First highlight is uh, yellow team versus green team, and green team starts it off with a goal. And, okay, that that's the only goal. Green team wins one to nothing. Next up looks like Scotland playing. Hey, the Olympics! I don't see the rings anywhere. And I don't see America kicking ass in exciting sports. Scotland beats other, Scotland beats other country one nothing. Uh, Real Madrid versus Red Team. Red Team scores three goals. Uh, that's the type of defense you'd expect from a place that takes naps in the middle of the day. Take a nap or be an economic powerhouse. Spain chose naps while even my four-year-old consistently shuns them. Blue Stripe Team versus Team with a Dragon Flag. Uh-oh, look out. One player tripped a guy and the referee is giving him a warning by showing him a card. Apparently that's what passes for discipline in Europe. Corporal punishment in the home produces elite athletes in real sports. Just saying. Clock ticks down. Game set. Soccer match. Team Dragonflag wins 2-1. Let's check out saves of the day. Ooh, look at this one. It's going to be a goal, but nope. The goalie makes a save. What? Keeper? What? What's a keeper? Our producer says that's what they call a goalie. Well, they can take a lift to hell. Because that's what they call an elevator in Europe. Steve, I was so close to reinstating fist bumps. And that was how the Fox Soccer Report would go on to become Cable's highest rated show, inadvertently creating a rabid and ironic soccer fan base in America that thought soccer was, quote, fucking hilarious. You know, like curling. End quote. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Oh, sports are crazy! Weird Sports.
Love that intro. Yeah, it never gets old, right? Well, that one was quicker than the normal. Yeah. I know, I know. It kind of threw everyone off. I saw everyone's blank stares. It's like, okay. Whoa. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't want to interrupt it because I believe what we're doing is called branding. Yes, we're branding the segment. We're gonna have weird yeah. sports T-shirts, stickers, hats. Eventually, Not people tune there. into weird sports. They already know what they're gonna get. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Tight branding. And speaking of which, this week's weird sport. The Darwin Beer Can Regatta. I'm already on board. Yeah. yeah. It, it, anything involving a beer can's got to be good. Well, uh, I'll, I'll let you know a little bit about this sport. Uh, it's pretty much just another name for playing Muggle Quidditch. Uh, oh, God no, damn it. No. It's just a cooler name. This is the cooler name, but it's the same thing. College oh. kids with birds between their legs. No. No, no. It has nothing to do with this. Is the, uh, this is the anti-Muggle Quidditch, I think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Right. Well, uh, thank better. you. Because we really disliked Muggle Quidditch. Oh, I, so did the audience. Yes. <laughs> Our listeners hated it, and they let me know about it. But this one's much better. The Darwin Beer Can Regatta is an event that's been held annually since 1974 in Darwin, Northern Territory, Australia, at Mindel Beach. So already awesome. Australians <laughs> yeah. at the beach, right? That seems like one of those places that doesn't have a real legitimate mailing address. Right, right. It's just out the outback. Yeah. Hi, mate. We're going to sell some beer canes. I'm from Australia. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate. No, that's how they talk, Joel. You call yeah. that ever... a knife? <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> right? They're very, very slow and deliberate with their pronunciation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what they do. Have a beer can. <laughs> beer can. Beer can. Fosters. That's what American people drink. That's what every Australian says when they come to America. They're like, no one drinks Foster's in Australia. And they don't call them Americans. They always say, American peoples are crazy. <laughs> or Yanks. They're all Yanks. <laughs> well, regardless, uh, in the Darwin Beer Can Regatta, uh, participants create boats using empty beer cans, comma, <laughs> no, wait, no. No, no there the, can't the, be a comma no, there. No, the comma made me angry. When I saw that comma, I was like, no, don't you do this to me. <laughs> it's a beer can regatta. But no, using beer cans, comma, soft drink soda cans, comma, soft drink bottles, comma, and milk cartons. Jesus, they pussified that, didn't they? Exactly. They muggle quidditched it, as we like to say. I can even accept the fact that there's if you're if you're doing beer cans, there's going to be a couple Coke cans in there. Right. I can accept that. Right. Or, milk cartons. Or you can get like that shocker or whatever they call the stuff that's like half soda, half alcohol. Four the, loco. Four locos. I can oh, see that being power a can. Your boat with that. Or even vroom, like vroom. take a fifth of something and then like melt some of the glass. Like that would be cool. Oh. If, that's awesome. If we're talking about amendments, I would further offer one that you would not be able to place anything onto your boat you had not personally consumed the contents of. Right. Directly before, right? Yeah. You have to like show up with your alcohol, get really drunk, and be like, I make this into a boat. Hey, hey who's got sales? There's and, your sport. There's the sport, but this is not that. Uh, instead, uh, but this is one thing I do like. Before they put them in the water, they, the vessels are not tested for seaworthiness. I like that. Prior I to like that. Good, it reminds me of that wrinkle. Red Bull thing. Right, the, the Luftwaffe. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's not the Luftwaffe. That's the, the German thing, it's isn't it? It's the Flugt. Yeah, the Luftwaffe was a horrible World War II event. Yeah. Right? Well, it was lots the of, Air Force for Germany. Right, but it was lots of bombing and death and yeah. 
World yeah, War, this World War II, Red Bull right? did not cause the Luftwaffe. Please sponsor us, Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. we if do you not don't, be... we'll continue to assert that the Red Bull was responsible right, holding for you World War II. Slander blackmail. So they have, they're building these boats out of cans, uh, bottles, yeah. and milk cartons. Right. Not testing beforehand. Right. I love it. They're just like, hey, I put together this thing. It looks like a boat. Let's see if it floats. Uh, those Sink that... or swim, right? Sink or swim. Right. Yeah. They make special comment on here saying... Uh, that the ones that fall apart are part of the day's entertainment. <laughs> the Wikipedia page for this said specifically, you know what? This is really about having fun watching people fail. Well, that's, yeah. I like it. I like that. It seems yeah, like totally. that would be obvious from the way it's described. Right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I know I'm not the biggest yachting fan ever, but I don't think I'm going to a beer can regatta in hopes of seeing, seeing like some really good sailing. Here's what you will see, though, <laughs> okay, at a beer can right. regatta. Uh, I, this is clearly written by an Australia because it says a great many sundry events go along with the regatta, including concerts. Number two, a thong throwing contest. <laughs> oh, those Northern territories. I tell you, <laughs> they are. And uh, a, a Henleon Mindel competition, uh, which is named after the Henleon Todd regatta where participants run their boats in quotations around like Flintstone cars. Okay, so it's, so this is an event that includes live music. Yeah. Okay. A boat's failing. Right. Boat's racing. Yes. A thong throwing contest. Yes. And then a separate race where people put their boats around their 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 waist and run around in them. Right. <laughs> oh man. And lots this of drinking. So much fun. Lots of drinking. This I does assume. sound like the best event we've talked about thus far because it sounds like they know exactly their place in the sports world. Right. Yeah. Totally. This it, is like a bumper like, shoot, except it's like you go and you you don't have to listen to crappy bands. It sounds like Australia Spring Break is what it sounds like. Right. And if this is Australian Spring Break, sign me up. Yeah. Red Bull. All right, Jordan will go to Australian Spring Break. But uh, it's winter time here. Or fall or something. It's the opposite. <laughs> that just took on a new level of I don't know what accent that is. Yeah, so Red Bull, sponsor us so that we can send the members of the Sports 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 Podcast to Australia for the Darwin Beer Regatta. Right. Beer Can Regatta. Yes, me. absolutely. No, I, would go I think to everybody this, like, wants crazy. to hear that. Uh, so the first beer can regatta was the brainchild of Lutz Frankenfeld and Paul Rice Chapman, both of who, who oh, Paul Rice both Chapman, of which yeah. who were members of Darwin Regional Tourism Promotion Association. Wow, that seems less and less like a brainchild, right? <laughs> doesn't that, more doesn't more that kind like of suck the fun out of it? Commercial event, <laughs> yeah. I imagine like two seventy-year-old businessmen, fat with suspenders, with big glasses, just being like. Gotta get some tourists yes. in there. This is getting dangerously close to harebrained scheme. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Are we going to bring in tourists? Bearing thongs? Aye. Don't um, they say aye? Oi. 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 <laughs> right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. That sounds like something they would say. Uh, so yeah, then they, they put it. I mean, there's not much beyond that. Then they just said, all right, let's do it. Put it on, became a huge smash. It's been running for like 37 years now. Holy smokes, 37 years? Yeah, it started in 74. Wow. That's pretty good. Uh, they do use this uh, not only to promote tourism, but they also raise funds for charitable uh, uh, purposes. Oh, they don't yeah. say what on here. <laughs> 
But I assume it's that for all those Australians suffering from liver cancer, right? Or it's, it's like, for the people that can't afford beer, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's thongs for the thongless. On Christmas, we bring beer to homeless shelter. <laughs> Die! <laughs> Even homeless people need to get knackered every once in a while. Aye. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than that, like they huh. they uh, they have a collection at the Australian National Maritime Museum of some of these regattas, which uh, I think is pretty that, awesome. That museum, that museum used to suck, but then they did this. They brought a new curator. Sure, totally refurbished it. <laughs> yeah, total a lot drunk. of interactive stuff now. Yeah. Right. So if you are looking for Australian maritime history, it's, we're, we're now sponsored go. by the Australian National Maritime Museum in Sydney. I got a kickback from the Darwin Tourist Association. <laughs> right, right. It had to be done. Had to be done. Hey, so do you think England gets angry when they see these sorts of events in Australia uh, because the Australians still owe them money? What do they right? owe them money for? Well, because they're all debtors. That's how they got there. Yeah, but that, I thought that was what cleared their debt was like, oh, you won't have a debt anymore because we're sending you to this horrible place full of prisoners. Is, is that how it worked? I think I, so, I right? always, It sounds a little unfair they... to send someone to Prison Island and say, yeah, you still owe me money. Yeah, that <laughs> seems like that's paying. That's Once what pays you're off in debtor's debt. jail, right. you're in jail. Yeah, yeah, totally. That'd be like but the debt that, Does that forgive the debt, though? Because that, I mean, what good does it do you if you're owed money by someone and they go to jail? Uh, revenge. Revenge, Joel. I, <laughs> Sticking I, it to I him. I would want my money. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I would go visit him in jail every chance I got and just be like, like being behind bars oh, well i'll tell you what i did yesterday i went to home depot without an ankle bracelet it's great you're never going on the outside again debtor <laughs> <laughs> all right i think we have to end it at that yeah. that was another okay guys so this is this is pretty exciting but again i was listening on my ham radio and sure. i picked up that's uh, still a thing. That is still a thing, yeah. And I Good. picked up this. I picked up this broadcast that, uh, I, I guys, I, I gotta say, I think it comes from from beyond this world, from the afterlife. All right, that so, sounds good. Let's listen to yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna play it for you. I think this is really amazing stuff that we found. Okay. All right. Good evening. This is Howard Gosell. I come to you live from the afterworld, 80s, Abaddon's realm. A giant seething lake of fire and suffering that seemingly knows no end. Flames that burn, but do not consume. I find myself here, no doubt, because of a Filipino hooker I killed while covering the legendary third fight between Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. I've taken advantage of this by beginning a series of interviews with some of the most legendary sport figures in history. Men whose achievements on the field of play so thoroughly separated themselves from the field of their peers that their legend has lived on for decades of recent centuries. And who have also ended up here with me in hell. Joining me today is one of the finest baseball players in the history of the sport. Cyrus Raymond Cobb was one of the first truly national sports figures and a giant of his sport. Welcome. <coughs> Who the hell are you? What the hell is this? Yes, thank you for joining us, Mr. Cobb. I begin with a question regarding the style of baseball being played today. Do you believe that the increased use of the sabermetric statistical analysis has hurt the sport 
the bracing, fast-paced style of small ball that you were famous for has largely fallen by the wayside. Does this anger you, or does it sadden you? You're Jewish, aren't you? Yes, I am. My name was originally Howard Koselenberg. Well, guess that makes sense, given you're down here. Sadly true, but the Filipino hookers family may have a different take. In the decades since your death, the organization of Major League Baseball has changed dramatically, shifting its structure, not unlike a caterpillar emerging from its cocoon, as its beautiful but fragile butterfly. One of the biggest challenges with the institution of interleague play, pitting American League teams like your Detroit Tigers against the National League teams like the Cincinnati Reds, the first ever professional club in regular season games. This is a considerable change from your playing days. How do you respond? Uh, hate and racial play. I'm fairly certain that I did not say interracial and actually provided several specific examples to the contrary. This sort of inveterate racism reminds me of the struggles of my dear friend Muhammad Ali. I cannot help but think how much I miss my dear friend Muhammad. Well, with a name like Muhammad, you'll see him soon enough. I don't appreciate you spitting in my studio, though it evaporated quite quickly on the brimstone. Dyrus, the taint of performance-enhancing drugs and steroids has loomed over the sport of baseball like a shadowy overlord, diminishing the joy of a simple game that once glowed like the eyes of a young boy on Christmas morn. Now many of the game's brightest stars have been exposed for having used steroids. Alex Rodriguez, Mark McGuire, Rafael Palmero. Do you feel that the cloud now cast over your sport in any way tarnishes your accomplishments? Or is baseball like an alcoholic father in the eyes of his growing son, constantly growing more human the older our children get. Wait. Rodriguez, Mick Guire, Palmiero. Alright, I'm gonna tell you muggle wumps and tiggly tits a little something about baseball. The first time I ever met Joe DiMaggio, that man... The Sports 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 Podcast regrets to inform you that we are unable to play the following segment. Mr. Cobb's views were extremely racist and controversial and are not acceptable for our listeners at home. We now return to the program, still in progress. Wow, thank you for that specific and passionate perspective on the fate of the sport after you left it. I do not believe I have ever heard the phrase, Spaghetti N-Word used in that or any context before. We now come to the close of the show as Lucifer, our dark lord who Mr. Cobb assures me is responsible for the designated hitter rule, 
is pulling me back into the fiery brimstone that defines my suffering. This has been Howard Cosell Live from Hades. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was another episode of the Sports 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to give you our contact information. If you want to hit us up on email, email us at sportsportsportspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, just search Sports 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 Podcast on Facebook. It's way easier. Or if you want us on Twitter, it's Sports3Podcast. And that's it. Succinct. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe should, to us on you iTunes. You should definitely yeah. subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate and us. Rate us. Review us. Yeah. Review. Give us five stars. Come on. We're doing this for free. Get us up there, man. Hey, you know what? No, I'm. I'm going to say, be be honest. You you let us know how you feel. I'm I'm interested. No, give us five stars. Actually, we've never said this before, but I got a question this week, so I thought I'd address it. Somebody said, you guys have an amazing theme song. Did you steal that from somewhere? No, actually, that's an original composition uh, by a guy named Mike Constantini. He does a lot of stuff for, like, uh, TV shows and stuff like that. I am appalled. I am resentful that their first inclination would be that we stole music? Yeah, they thought that it was so good, they thought that we stole it from ESPN or something. I thought we stole it from Mike Constantini. Well, we did, but we're thanking him for it now. Oh, okay. No, he did a wonderful job, so we appreciate that. And a big shout-out to Comedy Podcast Network for hosting everything here. Uh, So go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. They just launched new shows, so go check them out. Woo! Lights up! For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.